I'm saying is that uh, you know we were hired on for a task. The task mm-hmm. was simple: mm-hmm. build a good car and win we, races. Yeah, win races, do well. We did that. All right. Mm-hmm. We worked real hard all summer, overtime hours. You know, mm-hmm. which we got, got paid, paid out. For. We yeah, got paid great. out. Yep. Not, not mad about that. Vacation pay. Yeah. Time and a half. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're working two and a half time, even. And yeah. um, we built them holidays. Fucking, you know what? I don't, I don't usually not this presumptuous, but fuck, we built a race car. You know, we built the Saturn V rocket, but green. Yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we were doing good. You know, took it to the fight, took it to the mm-hmm. big guys. Yeah, and then uh, we were riding around the bull rocket. by the nuts. Right. Got him by the nuts, you know. You went from having the bull that had the twenty ounce can, the big dong, you know, <laughs> down to the eight ounce, you know. I'm a soccer the sugar free, guy. yeah, sugar, the sugar free, free eight, eight ounce. ounce, yeah. Who yeah. the fuck does that? Let me, let me uh, drink this while I'm driving my Toyota Sequoia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> entry level SUV. And then yeah, that's you had entry level energy, uh, right? Don't bring that to the shift. Right. Then you had a bunch of, um, you know, these guys come in young, hungry, you know, they new. want to uh, new, make a name for themselves, low on the mm-hmm. totem pole. Sorry for appropriation. It's an old expression. <laughs> anyway, they want to make a name for themselves and uh, they start making all these ideas, you know, coming up mm-hmm. saying, hey, let's do this. And you know, big boss, he's like, hey, I love this. You know, cheaper than the old guys. Yeah. New ideas. Huh. It's fun. It's going to take us from third to second. Let's do it. Yeah. I love Not, fun. Uh, yeah. Fun's my favorite. So, mm-hmm. got to get a hot that. dog like you wouldn't believe. Right. Choke it <clears throat> the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what happens? They can't make mm. it. They can't hit. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. No. We start tumbling down the line, I... tumbling down. <laughs> You got a mm-hmm. young, young buck, seasoned vet. Not a one of them could do shit. Yeah. Then you put a parachute on the back of the car. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Then we're Just talking slow as shit. No green in the top five for many a, a GP. I've seen a guy eat half a plate of a plate of lasagna, two plates in fact, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. run fifty yards faster than they can. Right. We're talking a guy that has just consumed a pound and a half. Of Genoa salami, yeah. sprinting faster than these cars can do it. Yeah, sweating like you wouldn't believe. Oh yeah, yeah, sweating like it's a hot, hot night in New York City, and the Hell's Kitchen on the broil. Broil is on. So what do they do? What do they do? They recognize the problem. They kick the young kids out, and they bring back the OGs. Yeah. And what happens on the day shift? Yeah, the day shift gets you on the fucking podium. Mm. And, you know, well, we're going to make them remember this next collective bargaining negotiation that's coming up in a couple of years. So, yeah, well, know, how can calendar? going to get yeah. that raise, mm-hmm. get the, raise, get the better health care, need the yeah, vision, yep. mm-hmm. you know, the kids the can't dental, see shit. Yeah. Fucking just staring yep. at their laptops, not looking out into the world. So, yeah, do you need those uh, beta blockers, whatever the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, not beta blockers, but they, the, you're talking about the blue vision blockers. The blue they, blockers. They the, blue, eyeballs, yeah, the, the blue the light blockers. The, yeah. Yeah. The, the one that makes your eyes, the, <laughs> the fucking retinas don't explode on them. <laughs> you can see through the windows. Yeah. Yeah. So you anyway, can see, you can see what your neighbor's wearing if you yeah, want to. You know that, to that's not okay, maybe. but you know, I mean, it's okay to be curious, you know, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but then you maybe got that neighbor that you yeah. think might be stealing your shit, so you can look through their windows. Say, uh, with from your house power comes great responsibility. Yeah, so that's why it has not been invented yet, right? But we or it has, it. but it hasn't been released anyway. So, um, this has been the entire purpose podcast. <laughs> And that was two engineers from Austin Martin talking yeah. to each other. Uh-huh. Uh, th- th- that was a quoted conversation between two engineers. Yeah, by the way. Her in the sm- in the fucking break room. Mm-hmm. Yep, in the break we had room. A, we, we... the tire preference podcast had a hidden mic in the Aston Martin break yeah. room. Yeah, caught all this. Dave, we had Dave wear the hidden mic when he was on work release. Um, yeah. It was great. <laughs> but Dave kept saying, repeat that into my lapel. And they caught on. <laughs> Dave, yeah, Dave comes walking in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all because those all we listening can... to this, oh. not watching it, Tyler was <laughs> focusing on his eyeballs with his fingers and pointing to his mic. It's because the only microphone we can afford to give Dave is his podcasting microphone. Yeah, I <laughs> just tape it to my neck. He's just walking no. around with blood makeup. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with Dave over there. I think he's doing one of transition things. Yeah. I support him, but go him, yeah. but I mean, put some more. He's being real it, weird. You know? He's putting it yeah. in my face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check out my one boob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> figured I'd eat. You can only afford it. half the. Sur- you can only afford half the surgery. <laughs> not, not that there's anything wrong with that, you know. <laughs> Obama can't kind of fucked everyone after the twenty six. <laughs> whatever. Affordable yeah. care. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyway. uh, welcome back to the Tire Preference Ooh. Podcast. Uh, Hello. Um, let's get some logistics out of the way real quick up top. Uh, I'm Jake. That's Tyler. That's Dave. Boom, boom, boom. Quick. Boom, boom, done. boom. Everyone, boom, boom, boom. Uh, what is Tyler. everyone drinking? What are oh, you drinking? Drink, I'm drinking an IPA. Dave, Bruce what are you like, drinking? Real quick. Who's like Tyler? Skinny girl, Martin. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Like in uh, your car yeah, while you're driving, it's a drink along. Uh, yeah. Go over to drink right now. Hit that fucking airplane shot on your drive home, and yeah, fucking let's keep with the track with Thanks for everything, you bastards. Okay, bye. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jake, give us the top ten, and we'll see you next week. Top ten is for extra staff and wins. Everyone else loses. Okay. Fuck yeah. All right. Cool. So. Anyway. Well, you guys have anything else? Yeah. You you have to edit the outro music in after that. Yeah, but sped up though. <laughs> what if our outro music was just like so if like and i know like licensing we wouldn't be able to do this but if our intro music was like the burr, 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 like that song like the start right. of f1 right. broadcast and then and just that song in reverse my dream is have the intro music for the podcast being like a power chord version of the um F1 theme. I want it like to be somebody doing it, but on music on like a tuba. Like, boom, 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 boom. 
A didgeridoo. Yeah, a didgeridoo. But it's like some kid in his fucking middle school like uh, band is playing it, so it's just terrible. Right. Need to learn how to oh. play it on this. You gonna fucking you gonna stroke some uke? Yeah. I need to learn how to play that, and then I can learn <laughs> yeah, how to play that. it on that. What did you say? Nothing. So, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> We're talking F1. We're going to do a race review. We're going to talk some uh, close calls on F1, because why not? And then, you know, we're going to talk about some news stuff. And we'll probably talk some shit, too. We're going to talk a lot of shit. Uh, so, full <laughs> disclosure, Dave is going to be potentially traveling next week and might not be able to punk it. So, instead of going, oh, we'll totally be here next week, we'll do our race predictions, and we're doing it this week. So, it's week early. Yeah. We don't it's, like doing that, but, you know, whatever. It seems to be a thing as of recent. We're like, we'll do our race predictions next week, and something happens, we can't podcast. Exactly. Yeah. So, we're just going to, you know, cover our bases this week and get them done. So I, I'll be in New Orleans, but we don't know what the internet's going to be like. Now it's state park. Yeah. yeah, just off a big poncha train there. The food mm, alone so, is worth the trip. So you're gonna have to go uphill to go to the lake, right? Probably you gotta hit with that two step though. Because everything in New Orleans is like below We're gonna be north yeah, of Poncha so. Train. <laughs> you're gonna have some jambalaya. There's a there's a po boy festival going on. While we're down there, Jesus Ooh. Christ, oh, it's gonna be so good. Hmm. I'll just stick a butt on the grill, y'all. Yeah, just stick some butt on now. Yeah, if you can find Ralph the Baker, <clears throat> that'd be great. Or that only thing I won't do guy. is I ain't um, fucking eating crawfish and sucking the juice out of their heads. And all he's that like, uh, he's like Ralph the Baker, but he has like a blonde wig on. He's like, you know, a little more country buff guy, and he's like, um, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking <laughs> like Ralph the Baker. He always uses butter, but he's like, I made Davey two sticks of butter, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be throwing fucking sticks of butter at you and shit. <laughs> oh, Siri, of fuck off. Oh, I love it. Hey Siri, throw <laughs> fucking up sticks two of sticks butter. Butter. <laughs> you and shit. That was a serious God. All right. Well, let's jump right into um the Grand Prix from yes. Interlagos. Well, not the Grand Prix, but the Grand Prix weekend because we can't get sprint. away. There's a sprint weekend. Take it or leave it. But look, <clears throat> so here's here's how I do sprint weekends now. I watch qualifying and then I don't pay attention to F1 until Sunday because <laughs> I fucking hate the sprints. I do. I'm sorry. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion, but I fucking hate the way they're doing sprints now. I do, too. The setup um, is bad. I, I don't like the setup. Yeah. Format's I liked it when awful. they first, like I said, when they first rolled them out and it was you had two practice sessions on Friday it's sprint qualifying on Saturday and the sprint race and the sprint race set the grid for Sunday. That's right. what I like. That was cool. Now it's its own separate thing. And it's like, it's just, you know, and if, know. since it's going to be its own Money separate grab. thing, I think they should do the one qualifying and have it reverse grids. Like you That'd start be cool. in the, in the sprint, you start opposite what you start in the race. Yeah. I just, I mean, even if it was like, I, I don't know. 
Every, then you got people know. that are like sandbag, you know, like you'll have Max Verstappen is in first place and suddenly he just like drops his delta to the maximum and lets everyone pass him, but no one <laughs> wants to pass him. So then like the last laps, like people just putting around like a formation lap, like which might be entertaining. I fuck, I don't know. But I just liked it better when there was really something to fight for. And because like so you could say, Oh, well, they're fighting for something like to get points for the champion. Not since fucking like six races ago. No one cares about that anymore because fucking Max Verstappen has won twice over. So the the it's like it's like the who's lies anyway. The points don't matter. Uh, (laughs) Well, second place, it's still a close race for second place, so we'll give it that. Oh, who Um, the fuck cares? Just make it the grid position for the race. No one cares about second place. Just drop the points for the sprint race, make it the qualifying session, and then Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 100%. <clears throat> with that being said, during qualifying, they got some very wonderfully beautiful, like, dramatic whoa. shots of some very dark storm clouds as Max Verstappen was crossing the finish line before the like downpour, a monsoon, Dude, hurricane, yeah. thunderstorm came through. We're talking you guys, worse than you guys the mentioned Dutch that, Grand Prix saw. You guys mentioned that picture before post-show or pre-show and uh, i cannot find it anywhere so i've sent a video to you guys and it starts with um charles leclerc doing the sunset lap in texas and then the second half of it is the storm lap and it's right it's not a still shot i haven't found a still shot of it but it's max verstappen coming across the line after his qualifying lap and it is a dark fucking cloud right Oh, Maxi Pew. Yeah, um, it was fucking crazy. And and they actually red flagged that uh, Q3, which is funny because that gave us like, whenever they do weird shit like that, we always get some kind of like really unexpected shit happening. Like, oh, I don't know. Lance Stroll qualifying third. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. It did not work out for him on no, the race, but. No, no, not at all. The worst um, part is like the most painful, <laughs> most painful part of it is um, Verstappen and Leclerc both got 18 laps in on the Q3, and so did Alonso. But Alonso also qualified 0. 0.4, 4 one hundredths of a second slower than his fucking teammate, and who oh only God. did 16 laps, so he did two less laps to just manage to squeak out you know three one hundredths of a fucking second to that's <laughs> because he was probably thinking about that horse his dad was going to make him shoot if he didn't no do shit. well <laughs> throw back to the last podcast yeah. um, go listen if you didn't know that poor poor piastri oh, you know oh my god oh feel bad for that bastard yeah he they getting into the race he not even that, but just, he got DNF in Q3. God. Yeah. And what happened? Wasn't there something with um, Esteban Alcon and Fernando Alonso and like FP2, FP1 or something? Oh, like that? Yeah, they, they collided. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Alonso kind of, or uh, Ocon kind of <clears throat> caught the curb a bit and uh, lost it. And right as Alonso, for some reason, was kind of, he was off the racing line, but cutting in a little bit, and Ocon caught wheels with him. 
I love that because yeah, Ocon hits him. He's Ocon's like, fucking down. Alonso. Just immediately started yeah. blaming Alonso. Yeah, the stewards looked at it, and I don't think they just yeah, nothing came of it. Racing right. incident. Well, which I think uh, racing incidents. Practice incident. Uh, yeah, so you want to talk about other people who had a really shitty weekend? <laughs> yeah. So let's let's go ahead and go to uh, race day. My God. So, um, yeah, the formation lap happened, and I'm sitting there. You know, I'm settled in. I got my legs up. I got you know my next three drinks I'm gonna have. You know, a couple sparkling waters, nice tall boy, ret to go for the weekend. And <clears throat> just getting settled in, you know, adjusting the shoulders in the old chair there, getting the right angle on getting the legs, you know, mm-hmm. turn it up a couple extra ticks louder than what I usually have. Just, just in I was time, the house. just in time to hear, just in time to watch the fucking live feed uh, go around the track, then suddenly yellow flag sector one, which in the formation lap is good. And then they <laughs> click over and it's a fucking Ferrari. And I didn't even see the number, but I was like, look, oh, no! I don't know why, but I just fucking knew it was going to be Leclerc. And sure as shit, it fucking was. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, God, I God. was like, my first initial, like my knee jerk reaction was, you stupid fucking cunt. Like, what did you do? <laughs> did you hammer in that goddamn turn? And then I saw the replay. I was like, oh, it wasn't his fault. Because, I mean. Yeah. I say my gut. Yeah, it was just. My first reaction was, you fucking hammered yeah, so it. It was just awesome. a You C word. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. But, no, it was just a Ferrari playing Ferrari. I know. <laughs> and he, like, oh, man, can you, can, can you, you could have cut the sarcasm with a fucking knife over the radio when he's like, oh, I'm so unlucky. I'm so unlucky. I can't believe how unlucky I am. Oh, it was just... I'm God, it was so hard. unlucky. I don't know if it was sarcasm <laughs> or what, but he was just... It, I thought he was just fucking gutted. And, like, I would be... Uh, told, yeah. like He was definitely man. gutted. But it sounded like he knew what the fuck was going on. And he was like, uh... Because I think science had the same problem during one of the qualifying... Uh, practices no, think, or whatever. I think he had an issue with it in Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. That's Mexico. what it was. Yeah. So yeah. and even signs. Because oh my god, so getting the signs for a second, but God, that was rough. And then, um, so to continue with the the woe of Charles Leclerc, we have to get into the right. start of the race. Well, we didn't get into the start of the sprint race. We I think we started the sprint race. It happened. Watch the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, Dave, what did, what did you want to bring up about the sprint race? Oh, no, I don't remember. So no. if I can go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like Leclerc had what? 15 poles, no, no wins. And now he mm-hmm. started second and didn't even make the, he didn't even make it to the race. <laughs> yeah. But to add to the, the, misery of this whole story let's do the start of the race lights out away they go a wreck in in the first corner between alex albon kevin magnuson red flag the race yeah. um holy calamity scream insanity so mm-hmm. it was a lot of cars know, it, ended up getting affected by that too yeah racing it's a spare <laughs> tire hit oscar piastri's no, car uh, contact ricardo, ricardo. Yeah, hit ricardo's ricardo's rear wing 
Yeah. And then Piastri hit someone. So those guys had to go into the pits during the red flag and fix everything, which was good. Um, but like you cut to the side of the track and Leclerc's got his still got his helmet on and he's like kind of frantically yeah, trying to, trying to be like, Oh my god, can we get the car like to the pits? Like we might right. be able to fix this. Like, and then it's just uh it just didn't work out. And you could just see just the fucking heartbreak. Like so I didn't really draw a parallel between the two. And I don't think they're necessarily the same, but now that I think about it, he went off on a turn very similar to Magnuson in Mexico. Yeah. Well, but the suspension didn't break. Yes, I know. It was a different problem that caused it, but it was almost the same in that it wasn't a turn you would normally go off of, especially on a formation lap. And here you are careening into the fucking ether. And I think he went off on the same turn last year, too. Not during the formation lap, but I think he went off the track in the same fucking spot. During the race? I think so, yeah. I saw a picture of it or something. Um, <clears throat> Regardless, just a fucking rough weekend and a rough time for Charles Leclerc. Like, they just yep. need... Hamilton needs uh, to Le- hurry Le- up. Leclerc finished fourth last year. Oh, never mind. It should have been in one of the sprint practices whatever the fuck yeah qualifying or something yeah i think hamilton just needs to retire and they just need to give leclerc that mercedes seat like i think he's cursed <laughs> in crimson and just needs a fresh start yeah that's true i believe yeah. uh it is time for leclerc to part ways with ferrari because it has not been the fairy tale relationship it he hoped it would no be. and it sucks so bad because he <laughs> he wants it so hard he wants yeah, to, i mean he like he could have wouldn't he had the skill like the legacy teams. Yeah, and he had the skill to to be a world champion for Ferrari. You know what I mean? And yeah. and they couldn't even do it for Sebastian Vettel, so they're not going <laughs> to, you know. They couldn't on. do it for Fernando Alonso either. Um yeah. So, and then to add to Ferrari's woes, that you get a radio message from Carlos Sainz. He's like, "Yes, uh, we need to Bin this clutch when we get back to uh yes. Marinello. Like <laughs> no. uh, Jesus. I just love the, the guy that was like, we can talk about this after the race, please. You know, just like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do another standing restart, like um but so during that clutch. um yeah, so that, that lap that turn one incident was um ultimately deemed a racing incident and they'll usually do that um you gotta really be a fucking dick outside the first app half of the first lap to get a penalty for causing an accident but first turn first lap especially on something that's got such a small runway to the first turn total racing incident uh you saw what was it um magnuson get sandwiched uh hulkenberg um, got sandwiched he had nowhere to go and then somehow magnuson got uh, or Albine got was it Hulk? I, thought into it, I thought it was um, yeah, because Hulkenberg made it out of that wreck, but Magnuson yeah, did not. He, he so got he I got thought. pinched, but it, he like Albine got thrust around the front of him right. and into Magnuson. And then um, Jesus. I don't. Someone like we said ran over uh the tire carcass, which got launched in the air. They're pretty light, but it hit Ricardo's fucking wing and bend the fuck Dude. out of it oh, yeah it's it. It, it made a wobbly just, yeah so normally, i was so gutted for ricardo like okay like if this all right he's back he did really well yeah um on his first return back was it in mexico no he came back in austin 
did really well. Didn't mm. do so well in Mexico, I think. And then had this happen, I was like, oh, he had a decent race in Mexico. I thought. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think he did have a decent race in Mexico. Let's find yeah. out. Because one of them he scored, he was in the points. Yeah, I, I want to say it was it was uh, Mexico because I feel like it was the recent. Yeah, Ricardo so, finished seventh in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you're back in it. Like after breaking your hand, after you get in a seat, and then boom, in like, an alpha tire takes. Yeah. Yeah. Ricardo yeah, finished fifteenth in uh, Austin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, so it's just yeah. it was hard to watch, <laughs> but I'm happy that I mean it was a rough race, but I'm happy he was able to complete it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, one weird thing I want to touch on real quick with the red flag and all that stuff is um, so normally what happens when a red flag goes, you just you enter the pits in the order that you're in. And that's where you get your car worked on. You do you do not put your car in the garage at all. The only reason that Piastri and um, Ricardo were in the garage is because they entered the pit to enter the garage before the red flag happened. They were. Ultimately, they were, you know, totally likely going to retire both of those cars if there was not a red flag. But the red flag happened before they officially said we are retiring these cars. So therefore, they got to work on them. Totally legal. And then, unfortunately, after all the cars left, then they were able to rejoin the um, the race, which is why they were on the very bottom the entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did not catch back up to the pack. No. It was the same they came out and it was ricardo ahead of piastri and that is how they stayed for the rest of the race yeah rough um but then they restarted and the race got on and the race was pretty goddamn exciting the whole time um my god we had one of the highest attrition rates um in the season not the highest we had some but one of the highest it was pretty close yeah everyone that had a ferrari engine retired pretty much <laughs> um well, except, except for one except for one carlos signs yeah carlos um, so that was yeah there was oh, some really you know good... what sorry two two hulkenberg two didn't retire hulkenberg finished the lap down but he did not retire yeah <laughs> so you but, had um... leclerc magnuson Zhao, botas um all retire, but you had Hulkenberg and Science not. So yeah, you had the Mercedes. They came out and they looked like soft dog shit. Like the, <laughs> the commentators, like it looks that that Mercedes looks like it has a parachute on the back of it. Like right to the point where they kept falling down the field. Where um, uh, George Russell got retired. I think I'm like lap fifty or some shit. Um, uh, Fifty seven. 57 but during that second four back up a little bit he was real feisty because going into that first red flag when they were going to pull or that red flag when they were going to pull mm-hmm. it into the pits him and sergio perez were neck and neck and they were trying mm-hmm. they were racing to see who's going to be ahead to go yes in. i saw that it, it was more of a race to see who succeed the position because they were dead next to each other like midway through the track and i was like i wonder how this is gonna play out yeah no shit um that I was also, awesome. I also liked uh, George Russell's radio thing where it was like five or six laps. He had not said anything. He's like, you know, just hope that my silence is spoken, you know, louder than words. You know, it's like, 
I'm still yeah, laughing better than Hamilton. <laughs> Tell him to go the fucking way. Yeah, him and Hamilton. And then like <laughs> like Hamilton just got away because they're supposed to be working as a team. Hamilton got like over a second away from Leclerc and then or not Leclerc, excuse me, of um Russell, Russell and then Russell got passed by Sergio Perez. Yeah, um, I just I love that after Singapore, a couple of teams, you know, uh, we saw this with Mercedes this race are really trying to imply or uh, use that strategy of, you know, towing someone along, Mm -hmm. keep within DRS, use them as a defender that science is using with um, Uh uh, uh, Norris. Yeah. Yeah. Lando without even telling him that's what I'm doing. They just understood. And they've been trying so hard to like replicate that, and they fucking can't because just, just, <laughs> they can't because you got teammates that just want to beat each other. Like, <laughs> Fuck you, dude! Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not wasting my tires just so you can save yours and pass me at the end. Get yeah, fucked. no shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that, I mean, that was like they just the Mercedes just kept fucking falling back, mm-hmm. and then Sergio Perez had a really good race. Um, yeah, really have to see him, Sergio Perez. Man, uh, that fight between him and um, Alonso. Also, yeah, that was close right at the end. We also can't within a few laps of the start of the race. Lando Norris almost got past Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. Like came damn mm-hmm. yeah, close, it's really close. Yeah, yeah. Lando's oh, man. If we had like, I would say if we had like six more races this season, I would say Lando's gonna see the podium but i man, just, i feel like too. he's got the car he just has to put together a perfect race and, and it's just not just like the little things are getting he just him. needs he needs for just, just hold them up and DQ yeah. himself yeah because he's yeah. just being held back just behind just enough I know. it's like so man he pressure, ah, i just want to see that first win get it out under out of the way i, know. I bet, you, I bet yeah. he starts piling them up after that though Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, McLaren's a mighty beast. You got to watch out for them. Yeah. yeah. Unless maybe the uh, winter break really, or the new whatever, off-season right. throws everything off. And I don't know. as long as Red Bull doesn't come back dominant, which they probably will. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I think that Red Bull is going to remain dominant until the 2026 season when the new regs come out. <laughs> Yeah. And then it's anybody's game. It, Red Even Bull could it, come out of that and be as dominant. There's a very good possibility, yeah. but yeah. it's the biggest shakeup for new parts. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know it could catch them on the back foot. It's it big regs changes yeah. like that have cat, caught other teams. Looking at you, Mercedes on the back yeah. foot. Looking at you, Ferrari yeah. Turbo Hybrid. Looking at you, on Red the back Bull. Foot. Yeah, yeah. Like so, Red Bull's done it once. They were dominant for a couple of years, and then there was regulation change, and they just didn't have it. They, uh, they no longer had a young Vettel. Yeah, they had a, they had Ricardo, and they had Kvyat, and then they had, oh man, and then they had instead of Kvyat, they had Verstappen. And then after <laughs> Danny Rick, they had Gasly, uh, and uh. they had Albon, and then they had, and now they've got Sergio Perez. Can you imagine being Danny Kibiet? You're watching your child only to see the baby mama 
at a GP they're celebrating with a Red Bull winner. <laughs> yeah, and it's not you. <laughs> it's not you. Like, there is a picture when Max won the first championship, and she's like on the phone, and it's like, yeah, hey Danny, can you have our daughter overnight again? Like, because <laughs> 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 Kelly PK and Danny Ricard or and uh, Danny Kafia or Danny Kafia and yeah, Kelly PK yeah. have a child together. They do. Yeah, which so. is <laughs> can you imagine yeah. if your stepdad's Max were stepping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like you had to like drop like max is dropping the kid off at daniel's place be like yeah hey sorry and daniel's like a former f1 driver like yeah hey sorry um i still i gotta race this weekend so right. oh man i can fully imagine it's like a tuesday morning tuesday afternoon the kids for some reason got a random day off at school and max for and it's just like he hasn't slept all night kids are young keeping them up and he's just screaming and he like calls his, you know, PK and she's like, don't no, just, he's probably hungry, making some food. So he's sitting there like, what do you want to eat? And the kid's like, I don't know. And then he's like fucking making a uh, PB and J sandwich. Cause you know, he's seen the child eat that once before he's cutting the fucking crust off that bitch. Only they give it to the kid and have him fucking slap him. Like I'm not hungry. It's like, yes, you are. You know, yeah, you see him anamorph into Yost for stabbing. <laughs> anamorph. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> We're going to the gas station. Yeah, leaving you at the fucking gas station. <laughs> right. So we cannot talk about Interlagos without talking about one of the best fights we've oh. seen all season. God, that was good. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, old with Spanish versus new Charles Spanish. Leclerc and his the Ferrari. What right. a great fight! Oh, sorry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that fight. Um, that's not a fight. That's a fucking massacre. No. That's just a fucking. That's that, just, he's that's, it's it's that's penance assassination. For, it's penance yeah, for only, something he did in uh, a past life. The only other better fight was Verstappen fighting to keep his fucking eyes open. Maybe it was yeah, it was one of those things where they're like. Um, if you sell your soul <laughs> to the devil, you will drive for Ferrari, but you will never be Formula You'll One. Never right? <laughs> You'll yeah, never win. Yeah, it was like his wish on like a monkey's paw or something. But he's so nice. Yeah. No, we definitely need to talk about the Alonso and Perez battle because Jesus Christ. That yeah. was good. It was really good. It was yeah. so good. It was a and it was, fucking nail biter. Like, it was. Um, for two reasons because a they were close and how like Interlagos is interesting in that there you have one good passing opportunity at the end of like the main straight mm-hmm. and then like two or three turns later you're into the next straight so like you are right right if you pass someone in the first uh turn then chances are you're going to lose it going into the end of the next straight. Yeah, which because makes there's it... an immediate another um, uh, DRS zone. Yeah, and there's not enough time for you to get more than a second ahead of someone. No, unless you're Fernando Alonso, who has also passed people on that track in spots you don't normally pass people on yeah. on that track. He's pretty yeah, he's incredible. Doing work, getting it done. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. And the other best part about it was... Um, Lando Norris uh, crossed the line like 18 seconds before 
Alonzo, so we were able to see Verstappen and then Norris, and then we were able to immediately go back to the intense fucking last lap battle between well, and Alonzo fuck, and Perez. And fuck that camera guy, because they went to, like, it was right at the end of that um, main straight, or that second straight, and, like, Fernando Alonso's, like, back in the lead, and then they cut to watch Max Verstappen cross the line. Like, I've watched him do this 16 fucking right. times this well, season. Like, go. this is a more exciting race. Go back. So, yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Right, one more it's not the cameraman's fault. It's the producer and the director. They're the ones that choose the shots. The camera guys are just out there just getting yeah, everything. They're, they're they doing their thing. They go, look, you're on the last corner. If you see a car going toward the start finish uh, line, you focus on them. No matter what, and <clears throat> if you don't know how live TV works, there's some guy in a in a room, and he's got like twenty fucking TV screens of all the fucking cameras and seeing what all they're doing. He's going, oh man, camera there's six, seen... cut. Yeah, go to camera four after this, and then who first half is passing the first line. Go to camera seven, you know, to get that fucking shot. And there's some you know poor bastard that's got to like kill these goddamn buttons. Meanwhile, camera guy's just like, okay, here we go. Cars go around the corner. Fucking watch them go in the distance. Boom, pan back. Another car in the corner. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it is the producer and the director. I will give it that. But it was yeah. still like, and there was another time during the race where they're like, there's like major action happening on the track and they cut to like people in the crowd. Like, go, go back. Yeah. yeah go the fuck back. <clears throat> well, fuck a lot of here. times with like Sky Sports, they'll be talking about one thing. Oh, you see this on this car. It's like, mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. Or they'll hear well, like that's be because wreck. that's the Sky Sports feed. Yeah. And we're just getting the commentary for whatever yeah, F1 yeah. wants to show. Yeah. So, so. yeah. Well, because I've noticed that because they'll like a wreck will happen. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like everyone's watching no matter what. It's like the whatever directors, cameras on the F1 cameras and a producer. They put the feed out, and then it's like in every other language, people are just they're watch. We're all watching the same thing, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but it'll be a wreck will happen. You'll hear that they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> if we see a replay of the wreck, because it'll be a nasty wreck, and they'll cut to like the restart." And you're like, "No, mm-hmm. no, 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 I don't." The, no, no. <laughs> we red flagged the race for a reason. Right. Let's watch <laughs> the reason we fucking red flagged the race. We can go watch <laughs> yeah, the restart of the race fucking... any fucking time. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, so they, they did show them it was not the best angle of them cutting across the line or mm-hmm. coming across the line, but that was fucking close. Like mm-hmm. yeah, well, so to be fair, um for TV purposes, it's a panning shot. So the, the camera will pan as the car is passing, and mm-hmm. some kind of blur is gonna happen because of that. It's it's not conducive for like a photo finish hyper realistic we're watching this in 4k bullshit because it's it it is progress in motion however we do get the camera shot of the cars and my fucking god was it close it was yeah. what, 0.053 so like 0.5 hundredths no yeah hundredths of a second between him like, and Sergio Perez when they came across the line it, the the image that I saw shows Sergio Perez crossing the line, and his front axle is at um 
Fernando Alonso's rear axle. Like rear yeah. axle was uh, like Fernando Alonso was not even a full car length ahead of him. No, he was not. It was like it was. I think when they passed the finish line, it was yeah, it was Perez's like front wing was just behind Alonso's tire, but it was so. I mean, it was almost close. right behind his cockpit. Yeah, because in, the crazy thing is, like, if you look, if you watch it, once they pass the start finish line, Perez is ahead no. of him, noticeably ahead of him. So mm-hmm. we're talking like, man, if it was, you know, well, let's say from like absolute pit wall, not pin entry, but where the pit wall starts to finish, if that was, say, for ease of math, 100 meters, if it was 102 meters, Perez would have gotten that position on the podium yeah if it, it was, was the straightaway in mexico Good perez Lord. would have had that by a mile. yes a hundred percent so um, fun fact about that and uh well i guess we could do top 10 but i do want to talk about how close that was so does anyone else have anything you want to say about the race please feel free it was it i really forgot how much I liked Interlagos as a racetrack. It was and I think it was one of the more exciting races we've seen in the season. 100%. Um I have not because racing can be the way it is when you've got someone that's just dominating everything. Sometimes mm-hmm. races can be a little boring. And that one I was pretty I was in tune the whole time. I enjoyed every minute of that race. Yeah. It was a it was a really good race and and I don't know if I've mentioned this on this podcast. I thought I mentioned it earlier, but maybe I I, I didn't because Dave and I talked about this before before we started recording. I habitually cross confuse this race with the Hungar oh, Ring. Yeah. When I think <laughs> Sao Paulo, I think Hungar Ring. When I think of Hungar Ring, I think of Sao Paulo. I don't know it's why. So, but it's I so do. funny. It's like they they're not related. They're not. They're even not the related same at all. Atmosphere. But... When I like, yeah. I was listening to the last podcast we did, and I was talking about like, um, oh, the first turn will really fuck everyone up. When I said that, I was not thinking because it's like this weird chicane into this, um, crazy run to turn four. I was thinking Botas taking everyone out that one rainy weekend in Hungary. And <laughs> when I said, oh, I think Alcon won this race at one tire. I'm pretty sure I was thinking of the Hungaro ring instead of like it's <laughs> may have been, yeah. I definitely was. And so I don't know why. Uh I'm not gonna say I'm I'm never gonna make the mistake again because next week we'll talk about it. Yeah, no, probably again. <laughs> I cannot get that right in my mind. <laughs> in my mind, it's, it's so Sao funny Paulo, too. Uh, like track, they're not even close. Yeah, the Interlagos <laughs> track is the Hungaro ring and Hungaro is Interlagos. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even the same. You know, direction on the clock. <laughs> one's yeah. counterclockwise, the other ones are clockwise. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. I know. I can't help it. I I don't know what's wrong with me. You're a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's break down your top ten in South yeah, Paulo. The top 10. And then we're going to talk about some other fun Formula One stuff. So, top ten. Oh, number one in first position. Number one car is Max Verstappen. Shocking. I know. Mm-hmm. But Norris uh, did a really close you know, second, relatively. It was only eight seconds behind Max Verstappen. Um, yeah, there was a Alonso, few times I thought he would creep his way up, but... Yeah. Didn't happen. That sucks. But uh, Alonso 
after Perez or Alonso before Perez, then following Perez's stroll in fifth place. What the fuck? Then we have Carlos Sainz, Gasly, Hamilton in eighth, ninth, Yuki Tsunoda, and Alcon finishing after top ten. Although Alcon was... did finish one lap down, the attrition rate for lap down was very high in this race, as well as the DNF uh, attrition rate. You know, yeah, we who finished um, who finished eleventh. Sergeant, yeah, Logan yeah. Sargent. Holy shit. Yeah. Sergeant was, he did had a really good race. Dude, Logan Sargent did have a really good race. Yeah, there was a, a spot there towards the end where I thought Hulkenberg was uh, going to nap. Did he end up nabbing him? I'm no, not sure no. He uh, he, passing he him finished... up or if Sargent ended up. So I don't, unfortunately, uh, where I get my um, finish times, if they're overlapped, they don't give their finish times, which I think is dumb. You know, mm-hmm. you can put an asterisk or like a parentheses. They finish the lap down. You could just look at their. You could just look at their place. I mean, yeah, I could look at a different location, but I'm lazy. Yeah, no, I think I would be down for that to show like the timing difference and not just laps. Right. Um, I I want to know the difference because Logan Sarch did finish tenth. Um, he was behind Alcon. It probably was closer. Um, but man, he has at the very end really kind of turned his season around. <laughs> Well, he's, I mean, yeah, I think he's getting a little year. desperate. I think so too. Williams is already yeah. uh their 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 main guy. He's already uh made a an argument for uh Sergeant. Yeah, saying, keeping you know, him a lot of... he's not going anywhere. We realize this is like, you know, yeah. still early on in his career and all that. And it's funny because like after that was made public, that's when Sergeant really kind of started doing better. And well, it's, you know what's funny? It's like he wasn't doing terribly. I mean <laughs> For a rookie, his first like six races were clean. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, you know, he finished, uh, didn't wreck out or anything. I think it took what, uh, you know, three quarters of the way through the season before he finally DNF'd one. Right. Yeah. And it was, it was rough watching. I don't know. He, when he DNF'd, <laughs> like, he, you could tell he was very nervous, like very just shooken up and upset that like it happened and like worried about his seat and his career yeah, and was stuff. That, was that the Dutch GP where he like hung out in? Uh, I think it was later than the Dutch GP because the Dutch GP was the first one back um, after the break. I think it was later than that. Uh, um, I don't right, know yeah. what race. I'll, I'll look it up later. But yeah, there was. Definitely a race where he uh, DNF'd, and yeah, he was feeling it. It, it. It's hard for rookies to come in, especially, um, man, you got to be so excited like to get your seat in F1, but then you're like, oh, Ugh. I mean, realistically, there's yeah. definitely a couple of teams yeah. where you'd prefer to get your fucking seat if you want to get noticed, and I mean, Williams is like this weird enigma because it is and it isn't, you know? I feel like... Um, Williams has better name recognition than say like uh cuz they've been around for a while they were the last privately owned team until Andretti comes in that's probably one of the reasons why they want him in oh conspiracy theory mm-hmm. um and uh they were winning a lot but they haven't they've been like one of the bottom teams especially when uh last uh what 2020 to like 2022 or whatever it was like almost a joke being on the team <clears throat> But yeah, the it was name. like oh, yeah. it was it hasn't been since like Valtteri yeah. Botas was there that they were like Botas had some really good not wins but mm-hmm. decent 
points hauls for him. I would almost um, say that like the last time they were doing really, really good was when uh, they were teamed up with Martini Rossi. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Felipe Massa was uh, racing with them. Um, but yeah, uh, and you know, I almost I would almost say they had better name recognition than Alpha Romeo. You know, just when people think of Formula yeah. One, they thought of I would I would argue they would think of Williams before Alpha Romeo, and and they were very dominant in the late eighties and early nineties. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. but all I think yeah. with that, it's it is. Very, very, very difficult to get an F1 seat. And mm-hmm. I feel like it is even harder your first handful of seasons, even beyond that, to keep it. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the old adage it's one thing to catch up, one thing to pass. It's one thing no. to get your seat, it's another thing to keep it. So, yeah, yeah. teams have expectations and you mm-hmm. have to meet those expectations or your seat will be. I mean, you look at Red Bull. They don't mind paying to get rid of a driver. Look at the <laughs> like, oh, no. contracts Ooh. not up yet. Yeah, it's fine. We'll go ahead and pay. Yeah, fuck it. We'll pay. Yeah. Like, all right, we sell enough energy drinks. We'll pay you off. We don't this is what we shit. think of you. We'll fork over all this money just to get rid of you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about other close calls in F1. Let's do it. So the time between Alonso and Perez was um, 0.053, which sounds like a very small amount of time, but it's not the closest finish between new cars that we've seen. Now, I will say on the top of this one segment, as a bit of a caveat, I'm getting all my data from the official Formula1.com website that gives... uh, when the first place person in this case it's Max Verstappen, their total race time throughout, and then each driver moving down the line is time added on that. So, for example, this last race in uh, Sao Paulo, Max Verstappen finished with a one hour, 56 minute, 48 second, 0.894. Norris finished 8.277 seconds. Um, longer after that. So I'm basing my times off of that. I'm taking the split between the two times between the two drivers to mm-hmm. get the gap. Now, if they are a lap down on this website, it does not give their time. It just says plus one lap. So Having said that, there could have been a closer finish between drivers in the lower ends, and there always is because the driving down there is super competitive. You need to watch that if you're not. But given the data I have with the limited research I did, this is what I have compiled. So, 0.053. Pretty damn close. Um, In Australia, Science finished point. 081 in front of Botas on that restart because that that was that weird like uh red flag um everyone's gonna we're gonna do a rolling start and it's gonna be the rolling mm-hmm. start is gonna be the last lap or or the, the the rolling start's gonna happen on the last lap so once the rolling start happens everyone passes the line races over Super oh yeah ridiculous. I remember that yeah yeah because someone fucking, got like a fucking they got a five second science. penalty it was science yeah science got that five science. second science penalty. finishes like second but he got bumped <laughs> down it was fucking disgusting um so that was pretty close 
uh, but not as close as 0.05. Pretty close to 0.053, but not as close. So then um, just top four. Then the in third place for closest finish between two cars is actually Alonso and Perez in Sao Paulo, the 0.053. Which is fucking that's a C here. It's super cool, super close. Um yeah. <laughs> when I said C here earlier and my wife called me a sissy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> would she prefer that we say the whole thing? I just think C here I is think, funny. I think she would. Yeah. I, okay, for cunt hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I keep thinking of um Lady McMurray saying the I, I need another C sucking uh G and T. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like gin and tonic over yeah, here. Yeah, right over. <laughs> what are these sea suckers talking about? Anyway, um, so in uh, <laughs> in second place for fastest finish of the year so far. Sorry, um, fastest. Oh, three, three one hundredths of a second separated those two guys. Ooh. I as a fucking idiot, I didn't put what what place they were fighting for. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> look, it wasn't the top three. None of these were okay, except for yeah. Alonso and Perez. This is fighting for like you know, oh, between thirteenth and fourteenth position <laughs> in the race, right? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm literally in front of my computer. I can look it up. So, <laughs> what did I say? It was Canada. Let's find out real quick. So that was for ninth. Um, Stroll was in ninth, but has finished tenth. So that was like a battle for ninth. And Best that was points. second. Yeah, second place for for closest finish between two cars, and the number one so far between two cars was in the Dutch Grand Prix. Do you guys want to take a guess? Oh man, uh, eight one thousandth of a second. No, no, we're talking between which cars, I guess. Oh, oh, it would have been if it was the Dutch Grand Prix, it was Max Verstappen. And... No, no, it was the closest finish between two cars. So if uh, your guess is Max Verstappen, you're automatically going to be wrong. There, now I understand. He's probably like thirty seconds ahead. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I would say probably what, like maybe we'll say a Williams and a Haas. Nope. Oh man, uh, Alphatari and Romeo. It was a Mercedes and a McLaren. Oh, oh wow! So an actual beef. It was an actual beef. So it was first uh, the battle for sixth place, Hamilton and Norris, and they passed the line at point oh two three seconds. Man, that's apart. like that's like a half a car's width. Like that's half a contair. Yeah. That, that is fucking close. I mean, that's yeah. We're we're talking <laughs> two one hundredths of a second and a third. It <laughs> Jesus uh, yeah. Christ! The space of an atom has separated those two cars. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that's fucking close. Yeah, space of a Jesus Christ separates those two cars. Space of a... <laughs> this one. How much do you love me? This one. I remember this just <laughs> how many like, JCs is this? Yeah, this just randomly <laughs> popped in my head. 
But I remember watching uh, NHRA, and if you know anything about drag racing, a lot of times those times are pretty fucking close too. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching one race. I don't know what year this was, but I remember I was in my apartment and I had a subscription to ESPN, so I would just watch like the straight live stream from NHRA. It's pretty dope. They had to go to the eighth decimal point to separate these two cars. Jesus. I mean, yes. even in a photo finish, that's like unreliable. Yeah, you, you can't can even tell. fucking, you could not tell from the photo finish. It was literally, they had to use the lasers and it was to the eighth decimal point that they Jesus had to Christ. fucking separate these two goddamn cars. And they're like, oh, we have never had to do that. The history of the NHRA. Well, that's yeah. that's that's hilarious because those things are doing what like three hundred something miles an hour through a quarter mile. It's like you're not wrong. That's like you can't like even top fuel. Man, those two cars could one could finish a full car length ahead, and you would have mm-hmm. no di- idea if you were just like looking straight across. So to be fair, I think these were funny cars, so they're slightly slower than the top fuel mm-hmm. rail racers that you're probably thinking of, but not any slouch oh, by... funny cars ain't no slouches either no though, man we're talking like a four yeah. second quarter mile i think like the like the the average time for a top fuel is like a a 3.75 second quarter mile they do like well zero then, to 300 almost 400 miles an hour in <laughs> you know, like, like uh re- relatively like what's a normal car say a you know race car like uh so I'll, I'll tell you right now, like um, 13 seconds if, or something. If I took my golf on a quarter mile thing, straight stock, it's probably doing on a 20 second quarter mile. Yeah. And my so car is like four it's, seconds. It's, that's fucking it's insane. a little it's a little it's not a, a sports car by any mean, but it ain't no entry level grandma. Oh, thing got some pep. It's got yeah. some pep in its step. It's it's turbocharged. Um, But it's still we're we're talking like I probably would do a 20. 818 on a good day second quarter mile and these fucks are doing it in less than four <laughs> seconds imagine the oh, g-forces Jesus. it's like four or five g's on launch no oh, it's, it's fucking, fucking nuts it goes by yeah. so fast um anyway yeah. that was a good sidetrack that was an interesting yeah. one mm-hmm. you guys want to talk <laughs> some quick vegas news yeah let's talk some vegas news Okay, so <clears throat> Vegas GP is coming up. We should talk about some quick Vegas GP news. There's a lot Wait. of F1 news. Well, um, look, the I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the Vegas GP news is going to be something we really need to dive into. I really wanted to just, you know, for your benefit, Tyler, I hate to even say this, say that Max Verstappen has, after this last race, broken his 71-year-old F1 record. So that record, yeah, uh, yeah was <clears throat> number of F one races won in a season. No, it was percentage one of races in the season. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> back way, way back in fifty two, uh, a famous name in racing that you might not know but might recognize is Alberto Ascari, and he set. The before Sao Paulo, the current winning percentage um, at 75% of the races won by winning uh, six out of the eight races. I don't think that math like totally works out, but whatever. So um, Max Verstappen just beat that by winning 
2% of the races uh, in a single season. So interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Was that not good news for you? That That's interesting news that like we're, it's not the most <laughs> races won in the season, but the percentage races won. No one's ever done that in 71 years. All right. That's, that's cool. Thank okay, you. Okay, whatever. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Let's hear your. Okay, so um, there's a lot of stuff going on in Vegas regarding yes. the Vegas Grand Prix. It's the next one coming up. Hmm? We have talked in the season about how F1's coming in and they're trying to buy up every resource, not every resource, but trying to get everyone. If you're within sight of the Grand Prix, you have to pay somehow. Vegas is kind of known mm-hmm. every angle. Vegas is kind of known for having those sky bridges that walk over like Las Vegas Boulevard, which is going to be one of the like the main straightaway. They've gone so far as putting up um like like a frosted uh laminate or something over. Or yeah, something. like a frosted laminate over the window so you can't see the race unless you have paid to see it somehow. Well, it's Which okay, because you can just use your gun that you can legally carry as a U.S. citizen to shoot holes, eye holes, into the laminate. And then sure. you can watch the race that way. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't recommend it. Um, not in Vegas. No, no, not at all. I would not. But one of the things that's coming out that's going to be in the background, but I'm sure that it'll end up being talked about by people that are there, um, the uh service industry, like the hospitality industry union, and all the big casinos have been in, like, stalled contract negotiations for like a while seven months a long time and mm-hmm. all of those hospitality employees are going to walk off the job in two days which yeah. from when we record this is about a week and a day we're a week and a day away from the start of that weekend right um I so they're gonna walk out yeah you go walk out say, yeah you're you. not wrong you know just um <clears throat> Stay union strong, stay yeah. together. Don't give a fuck what's in town. Yep. Who's Just making the money? Because yeah. we ain't making the money. Don't give uh, them an inch, they'll take a mile. They might this take the three best miles. time. We got them by the yeah. bulls. We got them yeah, by fuck the yeah. fucking bulls. But that's like fucking bartenders and chefs. That's and every. And, and they're also anyone asking, that works at a hotel. They're also asking other union people across the board. So, auto industry, food workers, <clears> whatever. Don't stay at hotels that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like a wider berth. Like, you know, my company's not striking over this, but Hey, union, union strong union together. So, and that's in Vegas is a fucking, there's always construction to have it in Vegas. There's always electricians and plumbers and mm-hmm. drywallers and painters and fucking everything. Like, you could say the Any... uh, the mob. I mean, the unions built Vegas. Yeah, yeah the team exactly. does. They definitely worked uh, together with some outside. You know, we'll call them investors to secure your right to work. So yeah. So any union you can You're think welcome. of pro- probably has employees like in right. Vegas actively working right now. And we're bringing this up because, like, I'm a union member. Jake's a union member. Like, mm-hmm. fuck I yeah. was. Dave was a union member. Like, you know, he's uh within good standing. He's got his card. Yeah. So if he wanted to come back into the fold without um the initial union dues, he could do that. So he'd be welcome. I could, back. I could yeah. do welcome that. Welcome into the fold. Um, yeah, under the way. 
So that'll be interesting to see because that's not going to affect the race actually happening, but that is going to affect, and I hate to say it, um, as I don't feel bad for them, like the influencers. Influencers. The only people that could actually afford to go. Cunts that are like taking their private helicopter to there and they're like, yeah, Yeah. I'll take another Moscow, sorry, Martini or whatever the fuck, you know, Moscow Mule is probably too cheap. Yeah, like $50 (laughs) a drink Moscow Mule kind of shit. Those are the people who are going to be bitching all over Facebook about like, oh, I didn't get new towels in my room for my whole F1 weekend. Right. Um, Eat shit. They didn't bring me yeah. new jerk-off towels to use, so go fuck them. So we, I stand with all the union members. If they walk out, fuck yeah, do it. Squeeze them. Um, oh, well, squeeze them? <laughs> yeah. Squeeze uh, it. Make it hard um, for them. Yeah, unless they're paying you. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, this, I mean, yeah, this podcast stands well, union strong. Yeah, yeah. we're a union uh, I, I'm, I'm with them. Well, I mean, those those people built Vegas. That's who you're. It's who's serving you your right. drinks. That's who you're dealing with. Yeah, well, even if like, they didn't build Vegas, they hold it up. And yeah, how much money they should gonna? How much money do you think they're gonna draw in over this fucking weekend? And like all these, all the so casinos much. are like, oh my god, oh we can't so afford that. Oh, we they're can't drawing afford so to much money Imagine into the Vegas tip money. that oh. they were able to change the Grand Prix day from Sunday to Saturday. Because I have said this once, I will say it oh, again shit. on this podcast. No one is willing to bet their own house that their family lives in on Sunday night. Saturday, yeah, they will. Sunday, yeah, nope. When it was They're funny, not like seeing the third mortgage out of their house to they gotta go the home to that house. Yeah. yeah, seeing like people's reactions, are like, uh, and they did this. They're doing this late Saturday night for European viewers. No, they're doing this Saturday night because, like, why would you do a day yeah, race in Vegas? They tried that in the eighties. It didn't work out. Vegas is known for the lights. Like, of course, it's gonna be a fucking night race. Meanwhile, the people in Australia are like, "Well, we gonna we get we get a third race this season that we can watch on Sunday." What? Yes. Yeah. Please, no Lord. <laughs> we don't have to yeah. watch it on Monday. <laughs> and if you're complaining about the time you have to get up and watch it, fuck. As an American F1 viewer, I can't tell you how many races I've watched either in the middle of the night or I got up at the ass crack of dawn to watch. Yeah. Don't fucking See, bitch about I it at being Apple at eleven thirty at night until you've watched the uh, Japanese Grand Prix more than one year in a row. Go fuck yeah. yourself. If you don't like it, you can watch it as a replay, like you do every fucking other race. Unless you're me, I watch them live every weekend. So, so Except anyway, that's, I tried to. That's tough. It's that's tough. the rant rave. I know there's a lot of F1 news, but as a podcast of three people who mostly work full time, it's hard to keep up on all of it. We're doing Mostly what you can. Uh, we're just hoping that you enjoyed. <laughs> if you don't, um, sorry. Yeah, and um, that's not a dig, Dave. I know does hard work, so that's great. Occasionally, yeah. even though he's not union. <gasps> yeah, so hey, yeah. Right. speaking <sighs> of Vegas, uh, let's give our predictions because we're going to do that a week early in case we can't podcast next week. So hey, hit us yeah, with those by predictions. a minute and a half. <laughs> what? I said max by a minute and a half. All right, Tyler, why don't you go ahead and finish your predictions then? Sure, max by a minute and a half. Um, maybe Sergio Perez second place. Them Red Bulls are they're fast in a straight line. There's a lot of straightaways on there, and then um, Lando Norris third place. We'll just sprint wow. through. 
uh wild card um danny rick the podium will be danny rick logan Sargent, and a haas wow. holy hell so, okay. that's one <laughs> hell of a fucking yeah that's yeah, one hell of a reach jesus christ <laughs> it is uh we got danny rick he's an australian australians and americans are fairly similar people just different well, he's uh yeah he's a uh, shout out to all the bogans out there bonafide uh what you call it uh like where we like adopt him as one of our own. Yeah, we'll take him. Assimilated as as American. <laughs> yeah, no, but, yeah, exactly. Uh, honorary. <laughs> honorary. Okay. Assimilated. I don't think he's in. I think technically he can claim American citizenship. I think he's got like two houses in America. Well, but like he, he might have be only on visas. He might not have an American citizenship. Still gotta, I think. Yeah, he's still gotta take the test. Yeah. You can be so anyway, not an American citizen and still own property in America. Let me tell you that right now because we're yeah. the free. Yeah. So, yeah. so any hoozles. Him because we like him. Uh, Logan Sargent because he's an American driver. And we'll say a Haas because Haas is the American team. Or, yeah, Haas is the American F1 team with no American F1 drivers. <laughs> yeah, or team members um okay cool <laughs> dave uh do you want to give us your uh, predictions okay oh las vegas okay mm. i mean straight answer fucking what you call them Verstappen what? super supermax wins it <laughs> by uh fucking Verstappen wins yeah yeah uh i i give him he wins by 15 seconds plus Wow, uh, Jesus! Um, no, that's you. You said the same fucking thing. I'm I. I my <laughs> yeah, I have my ninety seconds. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, second place. Well, I, I, McLaren, we got Witcher boy Lando Norris, man, killing it. So, Witcher boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but also, I, I wanted to say, fucking. Uh, Mercedes were creeping up there, but they looked pretty shitty. Uh, mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who I'm gonna put on that, but maybe Alonso gets lucky and uh, Aston Martin figures it out, and McLaren and uh, Aston get one, you know, a little final dig <laughs> towards the end of the season to try to snatch up points. So your prediction is, um, you know. Run of the run of the middle of the what's what's your hoozle for Stappen and then um uh yeah, whatever the hell his name is McLaren Norris and then yeah I, I guess we're I guess Alonso predictions <laughs> uh, what's your wild card dare I ask <laughs> wild card I know uh fucking Danny what's Rick nuts? really wanted to have a race in uh what you call it uh las vegas mm-hmm. so, so uh, D- uh danny rick wins <laughs> with nico hulkenberg getting his first podium for a second i thought your Ooh, wild really? card was going to be danny rick wanting a u.s race <laughs> sorry <laughs> i just laughed at that uh, mostly it's myself i was laughing at that so yeah that's, i mean so so um uh, my my predictions are um I think Lando takes pole or not pole, I think he takes P1, he wins. I think it's gonna be a long, drawn out uh fight. We're talking street course, we're talking new circuit, we're talking all this crazy stuff. And um 
I think Red Bull might get it wrong this go around. I think Max Verstappen's so. got the skill to take it to number one, but um, fuck, Landon Norris has been right on his goddamn heels for a long time, and then uh, uh, I do. It's gonna be another nail biter, honestly, between Alonso and Perez, one hundred percent. Unless Perez it's totally to fucking it. chokes it, and then if it if Perez totally fucking chokes it, starts to the end of the pack, whatever, then science, watch out for him. Provided mm-hmm. Ferrari, um. Has you know a card that can finish a race? Um, I think my my wild card was going to be that Ferrari powered vehicles don't have any DNFs, but I think honestly, um, my wild card, I don't know why I'm saying this, is going to be that the race just doesn't happen. I mean, no Vegas race, no Vegas race. I don't know. Act of yeah, God, that something. strike is that detrimental <laughs> mm-hmm. that fucking it just shuts Vegas down. Yeah, why do they put the no race to make, came to to make money? If they can't make money, they're not going to do the race. But after yeah. all that shit they did, and to not have a race, they're fucking <sighs> there would be riots. Yeah, they built a new paddock in like a year. Uh, yeah, well, it's not the weirdest. People thing haven't been able to see their fountains, and they cut down trees. Yeah, it's not the weirdest thing <laughs> F one has done. I'm sure. Well, no, really not. But I probably just the think the people in Vegas need to so. fucking chin up. You're... You got a new road out of it. <laughs> Suck it up, bitch. Yeah. Like, like you, you live in a fucking desert that no one should live at. So no one should ever lucky. live in Vegas. Yeah, it is. money is coming there to keep pumping water in. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. dead. Tastes like old pipes. All right, yeah, yeah. I think it's at that point we will uh, go ahead and close <laughs> this. Uh, Humble old podcast down and say our goodbyes. Humble wish you our Avi designs. Good couple of potential weeks, you know. Uh, just depending on how the internet there's for old Dave. Dude, no, well, uh, the last time the internet was working just fine, it was just like every time I tried to log into our uh, podcast page to upload it, mm-hmm. it kept saying I was unauthorized. So I was like, just Which is the weirdest fucking and... thing because I, I was getting emails that were like, hey, someone's logging into your shit. Um, this is unauthorized. <laughs> if you'd like to authorize it, do no further action. Otherwise, hit this big red button. I was like, okay, well, um, I'm okay with this, so no further action. And then I was like, hey, someone is they're, they're, they're doing it again. If you if this is okay, don't do anything. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, this is fine. We'll allow it. Yeah, follow your directions. Yeah, it's like, I must have tried like eight or 12 times. Jeez. <laughs> but no, I, I event, eventually ended up having to completely log uh, in from... I had to do some weird shit to get in, but it's, it, it worked. Well, we can talk about that off the podcast, but um, yeah. as always, I am Jake, along here with Tyler and Dave. Hello. Hello. And we are the Tire Preference Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you guys you. are dope. We love you coming thank back you. every, I'd say every mm-hmm. week, but we don't always post every week. So yeah. thank yeah. you for coming around when we're around. And You know what? If we could get some more uh, listeners, maybe we could be a little more committed to getting one out every week. Dad, you're not wow. wrong. Yeah. Putting on laying it on the line there. Um <laughs> so uh, if you want to <laughs> tell your friends about us uh, and tell them where they can listen to us, you can find the tire preference podcast on any of your 
um, podcast streaming websites. We're talking like Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Music, whatever the fuck. If you can listen to podcasts on it, we're on there likely. Uh, we have old episodes on YouTube. We're looking to put new episodes back on YouTube because that's shit's fun. Uh, if you want to follow um, other things on YouTube, you can follow uh, Go to Schnickle Fritz. And that's old video game footage of Dave and I playing games. We're going to put some more stuff on there eventually, but who knows when. Oh. Never, yeah, we actually need to play some games. I'm ready to do it. Let's do it. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, if you want to follow Tyler on any social medias, you can follow him at t.k.66 on Instagram. It's about the only place I post, and I don't post often. Yep. So. And if you uh, want to follow me on any Instagram, uh, social media things you can find me at the red kennedy 45 on instagram and the red kennedy uh on twitter i don't really post much but you know what ah, fuck i might start someone's gonna start you can follow the tire preference podcast on sorry not twitter x um at the uh at preference pod or at the preference pod i think it is and um you look. can lay yeah, out the look again and you can follow dave uh, on the Instagrams uh, at maximum underscore Dave, mm-hmm. and then the real one, which really I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna leave mine out and just start naming this one. It's featuring <laughs> next Friday <laughs> because that's that's yes. got me in the wife's travels with all the cool places we go. Yeah, they they don't post too often. Um, but yeah, it's been do, a little minute, is... but we need to beef it up some. Well, I mean, I like it because, you know, it's not like in my face, but when you guys do a nice photo dump of some good places you're at, it's fun to, mm. it's fun to look at. Yeah. It's a good balance. It's so, a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> uh, well, with thanks. all that, I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, throughout life, driving your car, working at work, making a sandwich, having a beer, do what you're going to do. You. But you know what? Keep within track limits. I'm going to say, fuck track limits, hit the gas. Live on the edge. But within track limits. And while you're living on the edge, make sure you hit the breaking points. So, you know, know, not all those turns can be done like that NASCAR dude doing a fucking video game turn at 200 miles an hour against the wall. The rule changing (laughs) move. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's a legacy right there. All right, you bastards. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. See ya. Word to your mother. I don't know why that's... (laughs)